Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Late Night Show with Billy Robert Johnson. Your 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 BAP commissioner, your BAP creator, your your BAP um founder. I'm here with the one and only Mr. Leo Sosa, NFL co-owner, what's um, up, lead lead ESPN analyst. Yes, um, sir. Let's let's talk about let's talk about ESPN a little bit and how that's going. It's been a little slow lately. We've been doing a little stat leader, which is really cool for NCAA. Um, we haven't had the stat leaders really posted by a good source in a long time since that that one season you posted them on NCAA. Yeah, I did. It. That was that's fun, but that was fun. But um, I don't know. It's nice having ESPN because we have a lot of like the more reliable people, like me, you, Aaron Hill. We got Verona to help us out with some edits and NHL stuff and any other opinions we may need from him. We just now added Colby Crow for NFL stuff mainly. Uh, we got Barnett with the podcast and I guess Rose still. I don't really know if he's still doing that. But um, we got a good crew. Oh, we got Burks too, of course, another analyst guy who helped us out. But he joined the high school, so that's, he's more of a high school guy for us. But yeah, we got a good group of guys. We might be adding a couple more people just to help out with predictions and just any type of storyline type thing because we're trying to put a lot of creative ideas out there and um spice things up i don't know be the most reliable news source in the league make it like really really popping you know what i mean yes sir back Um, like 247 was a couple years ago yeah but even better Uh, 247 was more of like a creative thing more mainly History shit and ESPN, we're trying to like build off of that a little bit, but even more and co- um, incorporate the podcast with it. Like we've got some, we've got me and Leo got some stuff in the making. We got some ideas coming. We got some stuff yes, sir. under un- behind the scenes. So I might extend the off season a little bit just to make sure we can get that stuff done during the off season. And also, I am a little busy these next ten plus days, so we'll see about that. But um, I'm gonna Ooh, try to make this season. this late night show a little. A little bit a more of a regular thing, maybe? I don't know. As much as long as we've got stuff to talk about, I'll be able to do it. Yep. That's my main thing. Um, and with the offseason coming on, we have a ton of stuff to talk about because the offseason is the best time of the year, man. Um, Always. A lot of speculation. Everyone thinks their team has a chance at a natty. A lot of overreacting is what happens in the offseason. Once those overalls drop, everyone's overreacting. Everyone. And yes. with overalls dropping comes transfers. Um, there have been many transfers lately. We're going to talk some... about the most notable school losing some bodies. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if they've fixed it, but last I checked, USC has lost two players. Yeah, we lost two guys. But we did gain a guy today. We did get a guy today. Who'd you sign? We got Deami Fox, the former five-star that committed Texas A&M. Mm. He's a receiver. Yeah, the law. Lo- I mean, look... Uh, did you take these guys off rosters already? The guys that transferred? Uh, yeah, they're in my transfer zone, but it's on the homepage on the website. Oh, I was I was trying to see what you really lost from your roster, but I lost a starting linebacker and a guy who maybe would have started at nickel, maybe cornerback four. He definitely was in the rotation though. Yeah, I mean, Ramichael's definitely the bigger loss. I agree. Born, born isn't much. Um, I think the biggest news is Clay Jack. Oh my god, I don't even. Dude, that I, I don't know what happened weird. there. It's just Jackson definitely has had a little bit of a connection with um, Hill because um, his player plays for yep. the Packers in the NFL. Calvin Jackson, the running back, is a stud. And I guess Clay just 
Clay wasn't getting the recognition that he thinks he deserves, so he decided instead of trying to work harder at Texas, I'm going to leave. So he left and just committed to Minnesota off-rip, a team that will be a top team for the next couple of years. So, I mean, it's not a bad place to be at, but I also think the decision of transferring a little confusing, but... Especially no, if he doesn't think he's getting the recognition he deserves, that was not the team to go to. He's yeah. going there, and I assume he's not playing this season. But, no, he's not. But he's still, he's got two years where he'll be the, um, he'll be the second best inside linebacker behind Cuerto. Yeah, that's, that's a really confusing thing for me, too, is like, Cuerto, I thought was going to be that main linebacker for the next couple of years. But now with Jackson there, it kind of confuses things and boggles things. But maybe they'll work together. Maybe they'll they will complement each other. We shall see. Two similar overall players. Cuerto's a little more veteran, but more potential, I'd say. On who? Cuerto. Um, Cuerto. Yeah. Really. Interesting. I'd say yeah. I mean, he's younger, and they're basically the same overall. Close. They're pretty close. Cuerto's older. No, 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 he's not. They're. What? He's a retro sophomore, or I mean, oh, technically Clay the Jack same is, year. But I like, thought Clay Jack, Clay Jack was a sophomore. Jackson is a junior, so he'll be a retro junior. I mean, the, I, yeah, they'll be the same year next year when they uh, play together. So that's true. I I I agree that Cueto has more potential. I thought Jack was a year younger. No. Any any other major transfers? I don't really think so. Um. Let me think. Let me think. Hold on. Uh, Darnell Rain. Who? Darnell Rains in here. Yeah, he's not going. I don't think he's that active lately. But um, uh, what's his name? Alex Andrews of Florida, the quarterback. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I think that's just a deal of he had no home. That team's not doing anything this year. Maybe, hey man, maybe they hope. they could go eight and four, nine three, and be the second best team in the East. But hey, in a really bad East, the two matchups that I know they'll have is. Georgia and LSU. Other than that, they oh and Florida State. So they do have three really tough matchups. I will okay. But so. I mean, like they're not they're not beating they're not beating Georgia. Georgia might not be as good as last year at the quarterback position, but that overall roster is even better than it was last year, and it's still young. Hey, if Alex Andrews leads Florida to a ten win season, that looks really good in recruiting, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean this Florida team. I would assume. I don't know if Collinson's going to play. I don't know uh, if Fullwood will play. I uh, think only Holloway and maybe Collinson are venturing. I think that's about it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. We, got a little, we got a little squad. They're, they're working on it. They're working on it. Uh, what do you think about DeQuill heading to Oklahoma State? We all know that was a little bit of a, you know, friend group thing. Insider trade. cool, but I don't, I don't know. You could have seen it coming. It's okay. It reminds me of going somewhere. Reminds me of Jamelo Ball following me last year. <laughs> I mean, that's what Dude. it reminds me of. Yeah. I mean, look, I highly doubt that Donardo and Mercuse really built a good team. The dude had Michigan and he quit. I've Damn seen Donardo recruit before. I just don't know. They've got a good starting piece, I guess. I'll definitely be active. We'll see what ends up happening with that. Were there any, I mean, outside of the transfers like Dash Moreno and such, which we knew already? Yeah. Were there any other big transfers? Um, Let me take a look, actually, real quick. Before we head off to a different topic, let me make sure there was nothing too crazy. Um, 
Mm, oh, Eric Hines, the Notre Dame, the corner. Oh. That's a pretty solid one, actually. I think it's a really good pickup for Notre Dame. It really takes out any loss from Vegas. From Vegas, yeah, I agree. I think Hines will be even better, too. And now, uh, is he CB1? No. I don't you think, think Titan's better? No, because I was in the running for that, and and uh, all three of us, it was me, Rutgers, and Notre Dame, were all offering him basically cornerback two, starting boundary corner. So he, he decided to go to Notre Dame. This, I mean, that makes a pretty underrated defense. It really, there's no no superstar, but Zamir Woodley, Carnell Royal, both good players. Hines and Tyne Johnson, that's a really good cornerback duo. There's not, and I don't know much about Mike Romero, but he looks to be pretty good, so. All right, here's just a couple little tiny ones. Um, Jordan Young from North Carolina went in action for a couple seasons, but he's back. He's transferring in Boston College. would be an immediate slot receiver for them. Could be a good pickup for that offense. Um, Brett Cooper, the former five-star quarterback from Georgia Tech, is heading to Boston College. Will be redshirting. I think that's a really good pickup. And if, if that turns out well for Boston College, we'll be looking back at that as like, wow, look at all these teams that lost out on this guy. And he turned out to be good. Um... And then, else you got a couple guys. They got Zane Williams and Andrew Rusher, and they got Corey West, who's a really good tight end, in my opinion. And then the last two guys I want to talk about are Mr. Tony Lakes and Rondale Joker are both transferring, both very, very young and have some potential. So, feeling look out for those guys over the course of the season. Yeah, I mean, that all came after Fraser said some things. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. Pac-12 coaches have been under some fire the past couple weeks, haven't they? I mean, yeah, it's crazy. All three of the top heavy guys, except for the one and only UCLA, of course. Oh, the, the best coach in the Pac-12, Evan Schultz. Hey, man, his record's fifteen and two. So. <laughs> oh God. Well, I think it'll go down this year. Ah, uh, we'll see. With Sean Tong Jr. Thirteen. He could have the same record he got this year. Thirteen hundred yard rusher. Game dropping, Junior, man. dropping overall. In a contra- did, you, did I drop? He's, he's an 82 now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't get an angry DM from him, bro. Yeah, because like, he knows that it, he probably shouldn't have been a. How many yards <laughs> he have? <laughs> they were grounded pound team, man. I don't want to hear it. I, 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 Loic Sosa will be attending UCLA in the future. Not they changed it. They changed the uh, spread or something. I don't think I don't know. Oh, that's sad. Evan yeah, Kelly. they got Kelly. They actually have a quarterback now. Yeah, and one wide receiver. Jaquavius Cookie, man, you're sleeping. I'm not sleeping on anyone. This team is talented. They got All RJ right, Witten. We're, we're, we're not. We're not. We're not gonna. Okay. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go in depth about UCLA right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's talk about another big thing that happened this offseason, which was the. Um, what, what the abolishment of the American, or what is it, the American Athletic Conference? Yes, the AAC. Sad. Um, sad to see it go, man. I, Very I sad. Go. I mean, look, those teams are all in a better spot. We're gonna get some big time matchups. I I hope between independents, Notre Dame finally has some teams that we know they could hopefully schedule against. But like. When it comes down to it, those teams playing independent schedules, it's really not going to change much. They're going to play similar teams. They might actually get them better matchups. A team like UNLV might find it a lot harder to finish 13-0 if they're going to be playing ACC teams consistently. 
So we'll we'll see. I think it's good. I don't think there was enough AAC coaches to really. I think it's good in the long run though for those guys. I will say this definitely would have been the best year of the AAC. I mean, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree on that really badly. I really. You think that UNLV, not UNLV, the Houston UCF year was better because this year there's there's two. uh, There's only two teams with a pulse. Never mind. There's it's like two teams. Really, it really is like two teams. App State's gonna be they're they're volatile. They've got they're the only roster in the NCAA with like ten plus players and one player that's not a seventy. Everyone else in the seventies on that roster. They're all freshmen or redshirt freshmen. That's true. Devon Honcha, the goat, leading in. (laughs) I think um, this will help long run for all these teams, and it even will help them in recruiting as. They'll have more of an opportunity to make the college football playoff with an independent schedule because they'll be able to play Power 5 teams as where the AAC at 13-0 UNLV team didn't even make the playoff because of how bad the AAC was last year. So I think it's going to help them in the long run. Recruits may want to go to them more because they have that Notre Dame type status now. I mean, not Notre Dame type status, but they're in the same playing field as Notre Dame. Kind of like BYU in real life. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I think it's also really good for the players. Like, DeAndre Dixon could now get some award potential love. Maybe not Agreed. this year, but in the future. Same with Aaron Judge. Cassius Clark Jr. is a talented young wide receiver. They got some boys that can play. They do, they do, they do. Okay. Um. All right, let's talk about... Here's a, just a big topic that I've, I've had. I've wanted to talk about this on the podcast for a couple weeks now. Since the playoffs started. Um about how every single game matters as a team. Every single big game matters. Like, you cannot let off at all as a team. Like, we saw this season how it really affected some really good teams, and they lost. They let up and lost a game, and it cost them a playoff spot, especially for a team that I wrote down as an example were the Florida State Seminoles when they lost to Boston College. Was Florida State the better team on paper? Maybe, possibly. It's definitely a close matchup. And I think if Florida State was more motivated and active enough and were more active than Boston College, they could have won that game and could have flipped the script. Florida State could have made the playoff, and you never know what happens from there. I mean, look, here's another matchup. It didn't end up mattering in the end, but one or two games differently and definitely could have where Arizona State came into a game versus USC. Definitely not the better team on paper, and they just were, they were the better team that day. They were more motivated, more active, and they won the game. That's one that sticks out to me. And while even though it didn't end up hurting USC, I think that's a big one, a big example. And I think you see, you saw it in the playoff too, where I think Oregon was definitely not the better team than LSU on paper. And they were not playing with the better team most of the year. They were manhandled by LSU early in the season, but I think they came out and I think they. LSU wasn't ready to show their full activity in that game, and Oregon came out ready to play, and they won the game. Yeah, I think definitely when you have that matchup set, you gotta you gotta be active during the whole season, man. Treat every game like it's not. Don't treat it like it's every game of the national championship, but treat every game like it's a big game, like it's a really meaningful one. And you gotta have to want to win. You want to win. You gotta be prideful for your team. That's something that's really big in my eyes is like if you pride in your team and you really, really care about your team, it's a can go a long way in how well you do. Um, for Ellis, for like the playoff, 
there was a good like what was it, like four days from when the playoff teams were announced to when the playoffs even started. Yep. And like that's a big four day time period for you to show off your activity, man. And you just gotta be, you gotta, you gotta prove it. You gotta prove it every single game. If a group chat dies right when it matters, that's not a good sign. And if you, and if your excuse is, oh, I don't, I don't have any more pictures. Use Google, post whatever you want, bro. It doesn't really like post any different player model. It doesn't matter. That, like, that stuff doesn't matter. As long as you're posting a Karen. If your if your team chat is dead, make it undead. Say something. Talk to someone. Ask questions. I don't know. Do whatever you can. I don't know. It's virtually impossible to run out of pictures of player pictures yeah. unless you're using someone with ten pictures. I can say that as I'm using someone who has one year of pictures right now for my player, and I have like ninety posts saved up that I could post right now. Mm-hmm. You just gotta look a little harder. You just gotta try, man. That's just part of like showing that you care is that you try, you know? Yeah. That's just part of it. Um That was just a little tangent I wanna talk about about how every game every single game matters. And if you wanna be a great player, you gotta want every single game. And then when you lose a game, uh, uh there's a ninety nine percent chance that the other team also really, really wanted it too. So yeah. Yeah. Um Here's a big one before we get into some questions. Let's talk about should the overall system shoo away? No. No. I think it's a good measure of where teams I are. do agree for the casuals it is very good. I think I think here's the difference. For when it comes down to it, like if you don't have it and then you're just making teams win. Like, people are just going to call bias on every game. They're going to call people out for not being that good every, like, consistently. Like, and also some of these players that people don't recognize will go unrecognized. Some people like Ryan Henderson at Auburn. I don't think anyone even knows who he is his whole career if he's not, like, a 98 overall. Yeah. Right? And the only thing on my side of it is the amount of DMs I get every time I drop overalls or even when I drop stats with the old overalls people will still DM me like why did my overall drop like dude like, well, why does this why does that why does it like I think yeah. one thing that could be changed I think the overall system could be changed but there needs to be some system it could be a letter grade type system where you just give players a grade something like that or what kind of tier they are at their position but you can't abolish a complete overall system because then you can just it comes more just feels like you're just picking games mm-hmm. and you're just doing what, what you feel like and for people most people won't care but the people that do will make sure you know uh, I just think a lot of people don't realize that I can't make every single player who's pretty active really really good because that's just not how it works and you can't hate on the people that are just on their phone all the time. I like, I, I like, what do you want me to do? Make make them bad because they're on their phone in the league all the time? Like, I'm sorry that like I, they're more active than you. I don't like. You can't be mad that you don't choose to want to be on all the time when it's like you know when you don't want to do that. I don't know. You know what I mean? A little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I agree. There's people that clearly like. I, I don't want to. Be- Call out I know there's people, people that, that cop on the league daily. They may not be on all the time all day, but they're definitely on every day, which means they care. But 
I understand you have a social life. So do I. I have, I have my own life too. Don't worry, you guys. Um, but there's but people there are that are on here. We'll check it all the time, and I, I can't not make them good. Like that's just not how stuff works. I don't want to call. I'm not gonna say any names, but like there's someone that I know doesn't have any bad players. People are like, oh, why does he get all five stars? Because he's the most active kid in the league. Because he does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. I'm gonna go into some questions. I didn't even. Look at the box here. Hold on. How many do you think we should answer today, tonight? I don't know. I think we're already like twenty minutes in, so this might be a this might be a little bit of a longer one. Yeah. Damn, that NC State kicker just drilled like a fifty-three. You're watching the NC State game. I'm watching BYU Boise. NC State's up ten. I Um, know. I was watching it when this game started. I have a ton of questions. Let's see. You can just cut this part out. NFL mock draft. We're gonna be doing that tomorrow morning. I think I want to do a little mock draft with a couple people, me, you, and Aaron, maybe, or Colby, or something. Yeah. And I want to make a post of it, maybe, or we could do a little podcast of it. I'm not sure. I think a post would be cool. Get Colby in, like, in it. Make sure Colby's in it. Yeah. Um. Do 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 do. do. Who do you think is the best safety duo in the league? Duo? Oh, that's not is even Texas? close. That's Texas. Gant and Griffin. Griffin's probably the best. Griffin is probably the best free safety, which is a position that doesn't have a ton of like superstars at it right now. Most of the star safeties are strong safeties, and AJ Gaines got to be second best behind Rambo and Brady. Uh, Brady Rogers. That's the sleeper one. It's I not think even LSU's close. A sleeper duo. I think LSU's a sleeper duo too. I don't. Think, um, I wouldn't even good. call LSU a sleeper duo. LSU's got the second, third best duo behind Texas and BC. In BC, then you got Minnesota number four. Yeah, I don't think Bro- Rogers. Rogers. Rogers is a little, is he motivated this year. Up. He doesn't stack up to Maximus or Colangelo. It doesn't stack up to Griffin and or Gaines, and he doesn't stack up to uh, Kamari or Haha. In my opinion, who'd you go after that though? I'm trying to see who like our after team. after those four. I think those four are clearly the top group. Uh, I think A&M. Arizona State has Pierre Panda and Zion Ross. Oh, I forgot they got Pierre Panda. Yeah, I put them there. That's a good duo. Oh, there's got to be another good one. Here, I, I think Ohio State has a pretty solid duo. Um, and then Rutgers. Rutgers has a good duo. Moreno and Bull, I think, are their duo. They've got a good duo. Yeah. Uh, I think USC has a good duo. We do have a little bit of an Joshua and Ball. Jalen Ball Jr., man. It's a good duo. Oh, let's see. I think those are the, like, if you're really talking duos, a lot of the standout safeties don't really, like, Willie Miller doesn't really have a good partner. Trey yeah. Lambs doesn't have a good partner. Kingsley Kirk, Hey, Riley. sleeper on Kevon Davis. Sleeper on Kevon Davis. But um, next, let's go to the next question. Top offense on paper, top defense on paper, in your opinion. Ooh. Top offense? Uh, I mean, look, I'm tempted in both ways to go LSU, but top offense, I'll go, I'll go Wake. You get the best quarterback and best. You give him okay. Second okay. best wide receiver, and that's always a do we got to deal with. Also, USC's got a really talented offense. They've got a bunch of guys that are like, James Parker's the superstar, but you got Sappington, who I have ranked as the eighth best quarterback. Tiki White, who's the fourth best running back. Um, and then you got Parker and 
Trey Holloway. That's a really, really good offense. I mean, there's also a team like Minnesota who's going to come out, and they're not really going to have the quarterback or receiving you'd expect, but they're going to come out and run the ball 30 times, and they're probably going to gain more yards than you. I'd probably say LSU is the best offense on paper. I think so, too, because of how deep their wide their receiver room is. And their tight end and all that. They got Dude, I just got to see more out of Jason Peters the second. Even that quarterback, they got some depth. They do. And honestly, you can run. They can run the Florida Ooh, you offense. know, a really, really underrated offense this year is Alabama. They're young, but they got some studs. Who are you taking on defense on paper? Best defense. Best defense on paper? That's, I mean, this is both tough ones. USC. I'm going mini or USC. I think USC. Or yeah, I don't. I don't know. It here's a, it would have been Texas before Clay Jack transferred. Ooh, I forgot about Texas too. Texas is a good one. But they don't have a linebacker now. They yeah, really the linebackers don't... are a little are a little weak. So are USC's. But, but uh, okay, a bit of a here's one to think about. That I actually actually you know what I'm gonna go off the board. I think Arizona State is the best defense in the country. Okay. And I know that's kind of out of nowhere, but. Got really good D tackle in Adams. Okay. Here's Cobb. my only problem with their defense. Cobb and Wilkes are good. They've got really good linebackers. Their linebackers are really good. They don't have I a don't, cornerback too. That's I, my only. I don't think. I don't think Arizona State has a true, true like star on defense who can like take over a game. You know what I mean? Julian Hart's not a star. Bryce Halfway is not. A, you can call Bryce Halfway a star. Not with other guys they have around him. I wouldn't call him like a top three linebacker in the league. Uh, I call I mean, look, there's a lot of good cornerbacks right now. Julian Hart can run with any cornerback in the league. Like, Minnesota, they got they got um, Rambo who can take over a defense. USC's got Jamal Sun who can take over on the D-line. I don't know. This is my thoughts. Hey, I, I don't know. I, I like Arizona State's defense. I do. I think it's the most balanced. Yeah, I agree. It's the most balanced. In a week, in a week year for linebackers, or yeah, fairly weak year, Hathaway, he's the th- in, on my ranks, he's the third best outside yeah. linebacker in the country. Who do you have ahead of him? Amari White and who? Uh, Travell. Okay. And then Who's number four? Sklar from Arizona State. Sklar, okay. I don't know if I take and, that. And, but look, that's that. a really weak position. Number four is Carmen. Carmen Collins Jr. is the number five guy. So. At what? Dude? Wait, what? At outside linebacker. I mean, there's no one else. Kemfro Drake. Elijah Neely's on no, this list. No, no. Jalen Stevens, Jalen Hester, Xavier Elliott. Those are the guys I got down at OLV. Almost every major linebacker is a middle linebacker. Middle linebacker, inside guy, I guess. A lot of it was an outside backer, but I guess he's our inside guy now. So, yeah. Okay. Um, who's the guy you think is bound to break out this year? Is it someone that hasn't been good? Yet, or someone someone's been a little under the radar. I, I would go Julian Hart, someone I feel like people don't really know. Damian Griffin's under the radar, he's a really good free Didn't safety. Julian Hart have like five picks, though. No, that was Requisite Jackson, who I was about to say next. Okay, but there's a lot of, I mean, look in this league, there's a lot of people that are there's asking this question, hoping that their name's the one that's called. Yeah, in reality it's probably someone that is sitting on a team that is gonna go nine and three or eight and four ten and two not make a conference championship <laughs> and play in like the Heinz ketchup bowl <laughs> but they're really good 
Like a Rocky Burks? Yeah, like a Rocky Burks. Maybe Gerald James type guy. CJ Slade. Yeah, like, these I are agree. good players, I but... I agree. I agree. I agree. No one... JJ Mahoney, 90 overall. JJ Mahoney, man, the most slept on linebacker in the league. I don't want to hear it. He really is. But, I agree. Um, who... If you had to just name one player at the top of your head, who would it be that needs to change of scenery? Not not trying to say you should transfer, but who would you, who would you say needs a little change of scenery? Ooh, that needs a change of scenery. That's like who would a, be better on a different team or something. I don't know. Well, look, yeah, I, I gotta go. This is gonna Trey Hicks. Oh, I got one. I got needs one to go really and one. win the national championship. But if I have, I have to look at like who the best wide receiver threes in the country are, like those. I got a really good one. Like a like a Flash Miller or Jacory Savage. <laughs> I wouldn't can go be a wide receiver one somewhere. Yeah, they could have a really like a good career. But I don't think they could be like crazy good because of it. But my guy is an incoming freshman. Oh, God. You know who I'm talking about? I don't, but <laughs> I can tell I'm not going to like it. It's DeAndre Wright Jr. Oh, yeah. 100%. Get the fuck out of the TCU. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there as fast as you can. Yeah, 100%. He's, he's already mad at me, so I can piss him off even more. Um, another guy, I think, I gotta, I gotta have at least one more guy. Let's see who I think could have yeah, like, re- been really good somewhere else. Um, let me think, let me think, let me think. So we're looking at players stuck in bad situations, then. That's what we're looking at? Kinda, but like, I don't know. Yeah, sort of. I mean, get the fuck out of Michigan State, Trey Hicks, and then Okanye. No, 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 that's, di- that's different. They're studs. You gotta be, you can't be, nah, come on. Sleeping on the sleeping on this barn. Just don't be don't come on. Keandre Jr. is a stud. He's gonna be a stud. Who's there's got there's like one guy I, I just can't think of it. Um, I think Chauncey Gallup could be a really impactful player on a good team if he was somewhere else. Ooh, underrated players: Quandre Mazel. Very. Quandre Mazel, yeah. <laughs> Potential superstar in the making. All right, is there any coach you have on the hot seat? Is there any coach you would see is like on the hot seat at all? I don't think so. Who coaches Clemson? Garrity. But I don't know if I put him on the hot Clemson seat. Unless Andrews wanted the job. Clemson should be good. Um, I think Clemson. Do you see any possibility of Notre Dame being a top five team this year? No. I, I see them. They could move there if they have an easy schedule. But... Is Malik Riley in the Jim Thorpe conversation this year? Probably not. I mean, it's. I mean, he could be in like the like semifinals. I think his biggest issue is that he also like him and Sosa are going to be competing. For yeah, shit too many in people in second that. Second day. Well, we're the only two people. Our second day fucking sucks. Merrifield, man, that man's gone though. I think he's leaving. But um, no, Merrifield's still active. It's. He ju- told me he's going to leave Oregon. Though, I think. Um, but no, he said that and then he became a starter. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Um. I just think that safety safeties are too deep for Riley to like make a real conversation for himself. I had Riley where I have him. I had him the fourth best strong safety and probably put him as the sixth best overall. Fourth best strong safety. Yeah, but I, you got Rock, you got Rambo, Gaines, and Colin Jell over him, right? Yeah, Kirksey, Lambs were close. Yeah, I would, that, those are really close, Kirksey, man. Lambs, him are the same ballpark. Lambs and is a stud. Ha Ha and Griffin and maybe Zion Ross, you could put above him at free safety. But the only one I'd definitely put above him is, ha, is Damon Griffin. Um, when I, Okay, so this question is from Colin Jella says, when doing the script by quarter, is the script already planned or is it on the spot? So when I do a live script, 
95% of the time, the script's already, like, made before the game's even posted. Sometimes I forget to do the game, and I do, like, half of it, and then I, like, do it during, I'm, like, putting it on the post, so... That's your answer. And sometimes Ethan posts it while driving from the highway and almost gets I a do, car crash. I do, I do, I have to do it for the culture. Um, okay, so I got some NFL draft questions in here. We'll do, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Colby. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm trying to get like one more good one. Um, any bounce back teams this season? Like a team that had like a subpar year? I don't know. Not many teams have subpar, crazy bad seasons. Like, if you're a the good worst team, you can really do is like eight and four or eight and five. I think Bama. You could consider them a team that's bound to bounce back. Yeah, I think people I mean, are they, underrated. They didn't have a them. bad season. I mean, like they went like ten and three or something, which is okay. Even, like, but that Alabama bad, but in real life for Bell, for, I guess what their standards were with with the best player of all time. Sure, but you got You got to think of it this way: a blue blood. You Florida was going seven and five and eight and four, and you were pissed. Who, me? Real life? Like, like real life Florida fans. Oh, sh- I mean... You gotta consider... We, we're not gonna talk... We're not... I don't, I don't know if we're gonna talk about it. I mean... The Blue Blood teams, teams like... Like, that kind of year, you can say it's not bad because they won all those games, but, like, team like Oklahoma... College football's a little weird because it's kind of trendy. Team like Oklahoma, that's the team that I think should be looking to maybe go a little higher than they've been doing in recent years. That Oklahoma offense is... Crazy Ohio State year. could be reaching for a bounce back. I thought they had a good, better year than what people would have thought of them preseason, though. I do, but I think that Ohio State's a program that expects to be a playoff team. That's true. Stuff like that. That I think that would bring more realism if these top programs are expecting. They... I think Florida can bounce back a little bit. It may not be crazy better, but I think they'll definitely improve. Yeah. I think when you're looking at these teams, you got to look past roster and you got to look at, like, when you're coming in to coach a team that's been really good over the history of be a player, you, even if you make the team better, you got to be getting up there and wins and playoff type things. Do you see any way of Georgia making the playoff again this year? Yeah, I do. They run through an easy schedule for the second straight year. Agreed. You tell me, you're telling me that their schedule last year was that much better than. UNLV. No, but they also did play the number one team in the country. And they took and only them to lost OT. by three. That's the only reason exactly. they made that. I mean, that's the biggest reason why they stayed in the top four. Is that they lost to the best team in the country by three points. If that game's overtime. a blowout or that game's a ten If that game's a blowout, I don't know. Maybe ten they, a fourteen point game. They beat Auburn. I think they beat Auburn and they beat they beat a Kentucky team who had all their guys, and they beat, like, early week one. That was, like, week one. And then they beat Florida, who wasn't good. And I don't think that's – I think that's, like, about it. That's all they played. Yeah. I mean – Oh, I think they beat Notre Dame. I think they beat Notre Dame last year. Did they? I think they did. So, that was a little bit of a justifiable win, you know? Yeah. Well, I could definitely I see they them running through the They East were a good again. team last year. Trey Lambs is a stud. Their offense has actually gotten a little... I mean, I want to say they're a little bit better, but they're a little bit more balanced. They have a little bit... They have more of a run game now with those receivers coming back again. There's some good guys. Their defense is pretty solid. This team got a lot better over the offseason. Everywhere they're better. but they're quarterback. On, they're, they're on the upwards trend despite a, a season that people could say is a fluke year. They're definitely on the upwards trend as a program. Georgia hasn't been like a crazy great program in be a player mm-hmm. history. So. Yeah. 
pretty mediocre at best. So good for Georgia. I think that was the first time they ever made the playoff. Actually, it reminds me of like a Nebraska in real life. They're not good anymore. Yeah, I agree. But I agree. You could look back on days where they were. All right, so I think that's gonna do it for fan questions right now. Um, I'm gonna try to get Colby in here. We'll talk about some free agent stuff and all that stuff for a little bit, and then we'll say goodbye. Let me uh, let me text Colby. Um. All right, I sent him the link to join. Let me see if there's anything crazy. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'll answer the draft questions in a little bit. Coach Mark posted my story. If you're a new BAP coach, I don't care where you come from. It's Amen. 10 times harder if you're the Big Ten. Enjoy your guaranteed L's to Michigan State, Penn State, OSU, and Rutgers. He's speaking facts. I don't want to hear it. Bro, no love for uh, no love for Minnesota. Oh yeah, no love for Minnesota. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's the team you leave out. <laughs> Bro, what do you have the Big Ten in here? B one G. Northwestern sucks this year. Um, is this one of the most stacked wide receiver years? Like in NCAA as a group? What do you think? Yes, this the wide receiver. Wide receiver and cornerback are easily the strongest, and strong safety, easily the strongest parts this year. I feel bad for some guys like Ryan Stone, man. He's like the fourth best receiver, maybe fifth best, and two years ago, if he was a oh, senior, he probably would win fucking Politnikov. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, boys, so we have added our uh, our lead NFL analyst, Mr. Fantastic. Colby Crow, man. How are you doing today? Are you ready to talk about some NFL, some crazy NFL offseason? I mean, some fun stuff's have been happening. Are you, um, are, you, are you excited for I'm the excited for the first 10 night. picks. Not really the rest of it, but yes, <laughs> okay. I'm excited for the draft. Okay, so um, I do have some news though today. Colby, you might be okay. co-hosting okay. with me tomorrow. You might. Depends on timing. I have a yeah. I have hockey game. Uh, I have six o'clock to live. Oh, shit. 7.30? That's when I have to leave my house. So, until 7.30, I can... Until that, I can do it. Okay, we'll see. Because the Gators play tomorrow, so I don't kind of... I kind of don't want to, like, do it during that. So, we'll see. Yeah. And I probably have people over tomorrow. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll make it happen. Uh, Might be... What time's your game end, though, Leo? Like, 10? The game's at 8.50 to 10, so I'd be home at, like, 10.45. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We might move it back to Sunday, then, or something. I don't know. But let's talk about some NFL stuff. Colby, who are my free agent winners? winners? Um, just oh, in general. We'll talk about just all right, in so general. I got so free agent I got and five winners and five and losers. Like... For... Yeah, I've been doing my scouting. Shit, so okay, I think Leo has some too. So all right, so all right, my big winner <laughs> of the free or uh, the offseason so far has been the San Francisco 49ers. Just... <laughs> oh, that was Leo's. <laughs> Come on, bro. I mean, I have four other ones. If you want, if you want to talk about the 49ers, I can talk about the four other ones. Okay, I, I really like just the moves. I'm not really, to be honest with you, I don't know. Who, Garrett, is, yeah, it's Garrett. There's Who's no, there's co? no co anymore. It's Garrett. It's yeah. just Garrett. There's no co. I really like. He's been stepping it up. Look, BRJ. 
Yes, sir. He, he took advantage Ro-Ro, of um, of Amari Smite becoming a good cornerback and being maybe a little too high of an overall and flipped it to a coach that doesn't know that he's too high of an overall for a solid QB and a first. I really like that trade. I also he, wait. He, he, wait, are you telling me he robbed the top three worst owner in the NFL and Dylan Workman? Uh, I wouldn't say robbed because he's getting 87 overall that Heinz is going to make better than his activity. But he definitely made a good move there. I think bringing in Zaire Lynch, you can never hate on bringing a superstar, right? Hey, man, maybe BRJ gets Zaire Lynch to get some posts out this season or something. I don't yeah, know. man, that man's a 91. He ain't posted since he was at Florida. That's crazy. <laughs> And he really, I mean, what, what? He deleted the post. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah. What, what did he really lose here? He loses Apollo Andrews, trash. Tipton Johnson, trash. A first round pick that should be a low. The twelfth pick is really all he loses in this draft. He's losing essentially like, like a running back that's gonna fumble every play or something. Like a Philip Lakes or I don't know. Like who's he getting at twelve? Yeah, that's true. It's really. It's really. I like what. I also want to mention someone that won't be called a winner, but I like. Right, that was. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. You're yeah, gonna put yourself in your winners. You don't get. To I was put, desperate. <laughs> okay, well, Lonnie Burks. Lonnie Burks, good pickup. Jackson Atlas, good pickup. They're bringing in studs. They're bringing guys that are going to be active. They're going to bring in guys that uh, cannot be called inactive by the. I'm bringing the two and a half like jits, bro. Just wait for Rambo. Okay, don't sleep on uh, that 2049 Chiefs first. Don't sleep on that 49ers fans. That 2049 Chiefs first might One be fresh a top Mac for New York. Um, do you want my other teams, or Ethan, do you have any? All right, yes. so yeah, go ahead. my second big winner is the Washington you. football team. Now, you may be like, wow, they just went to the Super Bowl. How can they get that much better? But, I mean, they did flip Lonnie Burks, which, I mean, I traded pieces that I didn't really need that much, in my opinion. I feel like Lonnie helps me more. But for the Washington football team, the additions that they've made so far have been really good. They added in some more wide receivers for PM3. They kind of finished out that secondary a little bit more, and it's just an overall more complete roster. I'm excited for Treyas. And PM, Treyas on PM3 should go out there and run the fucking read that's option. That's the best down quarterback running back throw. duo in the in the country. Ooh, the, the, that's a hot take. I mean, that's in my a, opinion. Who would you not even close Bauman and Sanders? Team. What are you talking? Okay, Bauman's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. I disagree. Bauman, Bauman has taken a secondary role, and I think you'll see Estelle take kind of a secondary role to PM three. But I think that's still this is a better duo. I think Estelle, he's an MVP candidate last year. Believe it or not, in Jacksonville. I think Bauman. I think um. PM3 and Estelle That's fair. That's fair. I think the bigger I think the bigger thing with Estelle is what do they give up? Kadarius Panda solid wide receiver but they brought in a replacement for him in free agency. A great wide receiver, okay? I'm 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 on the Kadarius Panda fan page now. Remember when he was in rookie of the year I'm on the Kadarius Panda fan page now. I'm on the Kadarius Kadarius Panda fan page from the 2045 season I hopped on the train. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Asa Mayfield, inactive linebacker, and too late. Okay, first. okay. But Pan Pan Jr. does not get my vote. So. <laughs> Just Kadarius? 
Canarius Panda is I'm bro, all in for Canarius Just wait, Nas. just wait. Oh no, Panda is coming. I, hey, I'm even I'm even a bit of <laughs> Nas Panda. Come on now. Nas Panda for the first pick though? Alright, can I can I alright so okay, you want me to okay. my other We're not no, we're, we're not losers category. We're talking about that later, right. maybe, but um who do they, they get got free agency? They got Holloway, guys, right? Collins, and uh, I think that was the only free agents. Oh, they signed Malachi Barnett, which that once again just finishes out their secondary. Okay, that could be really solid. That that could be a really really underrated signing. But I think the receiving court dropped off dropped off a little bit with Panda leaving. I think he's like a really electrifying electric receiver outside um, for Washington, but. I think Holloway and Collins are a bit of liability. Don't forget Russell Armstrong, though. I would though. say it's for activeness and stuff. So. And oh, Carson I like Rourke. Russell Armstrong. That, I don't know. I a think lot. So... Oh, yeah. Carson Rourke definitely keeps their passing. I think that offense might best, could so. end up being the best in the league, right? You get... I think the receivers hold it down a little bit, but I think they're all, they are one of Look, the best. Don't yeah. be surprised if Russell Armstrong breaks out and becomes the best wide receiver on that team. Dude, I've been saying this, but... But, okay, here's here's also what I want to mention. Oh. I wouldn't know this if I wasn't on the team, but Sutton, who's the coach of the football team, he was negotiating with two teams with the same exact pieces for the running back, and he managed to pit two teams against each other and give up a lot less than he originally was. He was originally trying like three firsts and those pieces for Ringo Maximus, and he managed to turn to one first and those pieces for Trey Estelle, who's a much better running back. I think it's big. big. I think it's big, too. All right, who's your Jacksonville Jaguars, which, all right, so obviously they got Kadarius Panda, which we, we love the hype on him. But a man that has just risen from the dead, Dante Khalil. I love that pickup. Ooh, I absolutely love it. I do too, dude. And they you got have the third, third pick. pick. <laughs> <laughs> the worst trade. You know, the second worst okay, trade. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. A Let late me right second there. and the fifth pick for the third pick. Dude, that second round pick. Oh, it was it, yeah, it was pick. pretty You're trash. Right. You know what? Horrible. Ram definitely should have got more, but it's not crazy, crazy bad. It's not. You're not gonna get like, a good player. Oh at five. I don't know. They might. They might know. They might know. Yeah, when I definitely gonna fall. They might be able to get their guy at five. So I'm not gonna judge on them yet until they. I don't think they had something that really blew them away at number three that they wanted. So they were just kind of trying to get whatever they want, but stayed, but stay in the top five. Yeah, I, I just feel like could have gotten more. Could have I think could have You find a desperate owner like Andrews or someone. And you could just go, go go for Metcalf's head. I don't know. Did the Jaguars sign anybody? Uh, not off the top of my head. Season? Looking at their roster, I don't think. I don't it, think so. Who do they have at running back? I, think I believe they're getting Ryan a Anderson running back in the draft, which is why they were going to move up. So. Now, do you think Obiagu picks late? No. No. I it's going to go, be, be Henderson. It's going to be Henderson. I think it should be Henderson. I think Henderson going number three, though, is pretty insane, and that he should trade down and still get his guy. But I I think number four might be wanting Henderson, too, so that's why Obiago traded up for number three. So that's a big – I don't know. That's a big – we'll see how that pans out for them. I don't know. I don't know how to think about it. Okay. No, well, I got one more. Is that all your winners, In relation to my loser category, if you probably know what I'm talking about, but – all right, so the Arizona Cardinals absolutely fleecing my boy Dylan Quinn in Buffalo. I I just don't know what's going on up there. <laughs> Super winning coaches. 
you might have CTE, but that's not the point here. He's got the number one overall pick still, but he he picked up a questionable move. I mean, he has two players on the roster. At least he has two firsts in this draft and a first next year. But he traded hey, his first next year, which exactly. is a big no-no in my book. Hey, hey, hey. As much as we think this pick may be number one, I think getting Nas Panda and this and these two picks in the draft could get them plus two wins. Oh wow, it's the fourth pick. <laughs> hey, okay, now you know what Dylan Quinn needs to do? He needs to trade the number one pick down a couple slots, get more picks from this year or next year or players, and then he gets a solid team and makes the playoffs in a pretty bad AFCs. Adding on to Dylan Quinn's rough day. His high school coach actually spelled his name wrong on his. Oh record. no! So. Oh no! Without adding to that breaking news. <laughs> Did the Cardinals um, make? I don't believe they have so far. Girl. I know they extended Jordan Stevens, which could be a good extension if he's active. Oh, you'll see him on the. the yeah, I know. I was gonna say that, but then you let Theo talk about him. So. Yeah, bro. I had it all written. My bad. Speaking of, Pam Pam Jr. did uh, sign with the Chicago Bears. I like Bears. that pickup for oh, Coach Pam, Cubs. Pam Pam, I like... Wait, wait, are you going to talk about Are you gonna talk about Atlanta, Leo? No? Well, I don't really know their moves I can that talk well. about Atlanta, I, Atlanta a little I bit, but I, I think some of their moves are questionable, and I wouldn't really call them a winner or a loser. I don't know. I mean, they... Okay. That's I, I, I think I think that trade that they made with the Saints was... Most of the trade with the Saints. Though. They got the sixth pick for 17. Okay, yeah, that's Baker. a good move. I didn't know about that one. But um, the one that I'm questioning is the pickup of Dallas Collins and Ronald Daniels. I think you got to look past Dallas Collins and look at Ronald Daniels. Ronald Daniels is a DN, actually. But I think I think Ronald Daniels could be a uh, cement piece on that Falcons defense. I, I'm a true believer of that. Oh, can we talk about how the Lions got absolutely fleeced? Oh, yeah, they're, the they're one of my losers. losers. Can we talk about the All losers? All right, so do you want my, you want my first ahead. loser go or ahead. you just want... Yeah, we'll just go with Detroit. Go All with right, Detroit, so Detroit's man. just been absolutely trying to, like, I don't even know what's going on in their front office. They've they're, got hammered lately. Yeah, they've, they've, they've gone, gone off hammered. the walls. Insane in there. <laughs> so, wait. Wow, it's crazy. Let's, when you hire bad coaches, they do bad. Hey, hey I didn't make Pretty a decision, Jordan. but... um. Let's let's just talk about this. Um, the Lions last season they trade. I want to say they had an earlier pick and they traded back. I want. I think I remember that correctly. And they uh they got the. I think it? they had six the, or seven. What pick was it? It was number six. They got it from Atlanta. And or they had the seventh pick. They got it from Atlanta. And they picked up a defensive end named James Joshua from the University of Alabama, who wasn't a Pro Bowler as a rookie. And he has been traded for the 11th pick in a much, much weaker draft. What is going on in Detroit? I don't understand this move at all. I don't think anyone does. I don't, understand I don't even. I could have. I should have tried to trade for him. Joshua's have proved that they are studs in the NFL. His brother. They have. Probably the best one. Jackson Atlas. Yeah, I, don't I think he's one of like. He's one of. <laughs> okay. He's one of like 499s in the whole league. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I mean, their other move wasn't as bad. Trade seven and two I mean, seconds. With the Rams, 
But yeah, but one's gonna be an early second. Like I don't think. The, yeah, the only thing is that the Lions need players. You know what I mean? I mean, so just I feel like going up two spots and losing two players. Is a bit moving up two spots. Back. What are you gonna get from it? What do you mean? Well, like what move in this draft? Moving up two, two spots so who's, badly. Yeah, yeah. who's yeah. his guy? That's what, that's what oh, also yeah, exactly. Oh, and. Uh, I've had some. I've heard some reports that they wanted one guy, and now they don't even want him anymore. So I don't know. Who was the guy? So I want to. So I have some inside. Some inside sources that say that the Lions wanted Shamar Stevens at number five, but now that they don't, they're not looking in the direction of a quarterback, and they're going to wait till next season to take a quarterback. So I'm not really sure what they're what they're going with. What do you what What do you have to say about the Detroit offseason? If you have anything to add, I just think it's been very questionable and puts possibly Coach Jacks on the hot seat leading into next season. Is Jaquissi Henderson? I'd hope so for Henderson's sake. (laughs) I had had one more thing to add about Arizona. They picked up the Bengals first in 2049 for Malik Black in two seconds. That, once again, that's that's just a bad W. All right, my next loser is the Colts. Um, I like Andrews and what like he's done with his team building it up, but the only L that he took this year is that he doesn't have a quarterback on the roster. He lost Hines in free agency to the Falcons. So and he hasn't really addressed that yet. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, I like that Khalil. Pick, but if if he ends up taking him, but as of right now, he's he's on my L category for that. Um I have the Eagles as an L just because they've kind of blown up the entire team. But finally, I think it's been coming. Yeah, should have it should have been blown up three years. Should have years. blown up yeah. three should years have been blown ago. Up longer ago. And you know, Coach Harrison is kind of in a rough spot now with a broken team. Dude, I literally traded for the Eagles first for this year, knowing that they wouldn't be that good. And they still yeah, they're they're a mediocre so this team. Kind of mediocre. This, this pick's kind of mediocre for me now, which kind of sucks. But I thought they'd be top ten. I mean, they're never. I mean. Kelly was a good GM, and he could have kept his team right about, right about like a fringe playoff. Evan Kelly got forever. old, and then the rest of the team was. He stopped caring. He started making lazy moves, not looking at activity. Just he overall. started trading for overall other than over than uh, activity, which is a problem that some teams had in the past couple mm-hmm. seasons, like the Bengals and the um, mm-hmm. Jaguars. Overalls be the season, especially in the NFL, where it feels like. I'd be trying to trade. I'd be trying to Activity stuff. is more volatile. Absolutely. Than um, let's see. I mean, yeah. Did they make any other moves? Oh, they traded for Smitherman, which I kind of liked, actually. I, think that, I thought they made a good trade there. Wait, Colby, opinion. you're on the... That's, That's crazy, not him, bro. man. It's Mikey, man. Hop off. Mike's at Walker right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How about them pack, bro? They, if they get a first down here, that might hey, be bro. Game over. I don't even know what's happening anymore. I turned the game on. They're up by I just saw Christopher Dunn like stuff. hump the air, and I was like, "All right, I'm done." Uh, I don't know. All right, so now, but, um, okay. I can't believe you're watching ACC football over BYU versus Boise State. I, want, I just want Miami to lose. All right, my okay, next but, uh, is what else you got Bills. I kind of already glanced over this, but Naz Panda. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. And then my last loser is the Saints. They gave Khalil away for basically nothing, which is my only problem. Here's what well, I right, say. Boys. We're banking a lot. I th- we've mentioned Khalil in NCAA and in 
NFL a ton as his players having hella potential. Acting like this isn't a guy that was just inactive for oh, a, no. a long stretch. And I'm, he's before that, he was one of the most active dudes in the league. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets back there. But I also wouldn't be surprised if maybe if he, died he out got again. grounded again where he had his phone. He just didn't check back. Yeah, I agree. You that's never a chance. Know. I mean, you really that, never that's know. really any player and be a player. So exactly, it is. Um, let's talk about some big signings. I guess we can talk about. There weren't too many crazy top guys, but there were some. Uh, I guess you could say notable signings. If you would like to talk about any of them, I Mr. like Colby the uh, right row signing like to San Fran. Um, San Fran. I like Montez, both of the Barnett man. signings to the Washington football team and the Panthers. Kind of death moves, but they fill out the rosters more. I like what Barnett's kind of, like, accepting his, like, I guess a, a secondary role for now and trying to build his potential back up with his players since he was gone for a few months. I like that he's trying to build them back up. Um, trying to look at all the free agents here. I like VR. Najee Fox to yeah, Houston, was, man. Re- rejuvenating his career, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm really not sure if Houston has with an Apollo Hughes. Ooh, what about Isaiah Hines in Atlanta? What do you think about that? Um, you know, I I like it and I don't like it at the same time. I feel like fucking retire. I feel like Parker needs to really set a direction for his team. He had some great draft pieces. Like he made some great picks, but they've gone in action. He's been on the and, yeah on the short side of his life. He's been really unlucky in some part. And I, I feel like he kind of needs to just start over in a way, but also he needs to keep going. But a lot of these like guys that he drafted are starting to come free agents in the next two to three years. I I'm do concerned about I that. Do have some insight that he traded. He traded. Yeah, I heard. Shot. I heard that he I traded Dick Shot to the Jets. I'm not quite sure what the return is on that yet. Um, I agree that he's been super unlucky. I actually think Parker in the past. Parker and Andrew. I thought he, in a way. I was. I owned. I yeah, it just been a little unlucky I really too. Owned, there was that one year in a bunch of picks. I really owned NFL when like these guys were hired, and both of them, both those guys, Andrews and Parker, I really opposed. Cause I thought they'd be dumb. <laughs> Andrews, I think he's just stockpiled draft picks and just been unlucky not hit on some of them. More Parker, I really think he's made some really good moves, trading for players that are going to be active, and he's just he's, just, he's lucky, just been man. so unlucky. I would put him top ten owners and coaches in the league. Just purely from like being able to build a team, I think he definitely has a dedication for. It. He's just been really, really unlucky. I think he's he's no Titans or Panthers. Well, no. D Baker was a top ten pick, was a projected top ten pick, and then just died out pretty much. wasn't He made the Pro Bowl this year, but only because there aren't that many too many great linebackers. He had uh, Brian Jackson, who he thought would be a steal in the first round, didn't end up being that. I mean, he's a late first, so it, it happens. And then you had Stoop Stoop, who was a stud well, in college, Heisman. and just dies out. Just dies out randomly. It just happens. I don't know. <sighs> He's got some That's guys, rough. though. Jackson, uh, you got Joshua, the tight end. He's a beast. Baylor boys. Sasa, of course, the corner. Hardy. The best corner. And uh, a big one, Tristan Johnson, the receiver. I like him a lot. He's a stud. The best cornerback in the NFL on the Falcons. Who, John Hardy? <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Drew Miller. Um, you know, here's a signing that people aren't going to look at, but I like Kyler Collins. I like Tennessee. Look, you always want to upgrade the quarterback position, but
but he's not a high overall. You're not going to be spending a lot of money on Kyler Collins. And I definitely hope I wouldn't be. He's getting the job done. <laughs> he's been getting the job done. And he has boom potential. He went first overall. He's not an, not an inactive guy. If he really put his mind to it. Man, I wish he, I wish he uses boom potential. He has it. Now, will he reach it? I highly doubt it. <laughs> but, but he's not like it's not if they let him okay, walk, but he, who do they end up with? Was there a better option anywhere? No. Um, no. Isaiah Hines is shit. No, because there's no way I get Sean Watson needs to retire. Sean Watson's running it back one more time with Jacoby Crow. Uh, yeah, okay, he's gonna but, go eight and eight okay. with fucking Jacoby Crow and then retire. Like the Vikings, they can't play in heat, so they're fucked. I'll give you, okay, I'll, 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 give, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Hey, watch out this year for going to Arizona. That hey, bro, just wait till Sam Fran walks in there, bro. I'm telling you. That was the NFC West. <laughs> hey, bro. Wait. Y'all, okay. Do you even right, have, do you even have someone on Sam Fran? No, I'm just really hyping them up because Ethan wanted me to. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, the BRJ row rolling. Mamba Ocho. Um, Zaire Lynch connecting gonna go. Oh, Jack Murray, bro. Don't forget about Jack Murray. Oh, oh bring that man yeah, back. Jack that man's gonna win the MVP as a wide receiver, bro. Jack Murray comes back. The 49ers are winning the NFC. Yeah, uh, NFC West. Don't NFC get ahead West. of yourself now. <laughs> hey man, Panthers need to Remember, the jab. football team is still. Bro, still ain't no one passing on me. Speaking of the football team. Speaking of the football team, let's talk. Let's talk some. Let's, let's, let's some questions. We got some NFL Joe, questions in here. Are the Washington Football? Do they have a chance to make the Super Bowl? How big of a chance do you think they have to make it again next this year? Uh, with with a, with a very with tough. a star CB one, very high. London Sosa is, is coming out is to Lundin dominate. Still on the okay. Breaking news. Uh, Obiagu and Jackson are acting like retards in the NFL team chat and arguing with Carson. Oh, no. Just over what? Oh, I and the Canes is pretty much locked at the game. Chat. All right. It's not over. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it <laughs> God, they get so lucky. They get so lucky, dude. Yeah. Yeah, talk. Oh, yeah, that boy paid his bill. You was talking to Joe. AJ Andrews out here, bro. Um, what channel is this other game on? FS1. Is it on Fox Sport FS1. 1? Yeah. I, all right, Wait, what so, the fuck? Uh, okay. The Washington Next. football team is a top three team in the NFC. Who else do you have them behind? I don't really have them behind anyone. They're on the same level, Panthers? I'd say, as Panthers, Panthers Packers, and Packers. And then just like a tier below them is the Giants, Cardinals, and 49ers. Dude, you, there's no way you can have the Giants a tier below all them, dude. They went 14 and two and last year. I, I can't. Yeah, I look, can't take bro, that away from them. They've got a really, really good cornerback who deserves. I to think be Barry Sanders and Dixon and Bond give them a chance to. Beat I feel like anybody. just having Barry Sanders just really carries them. Dixon's not bad. I mean, the, they have Saints to count on wide receivers. Hit Stick Peters and no, Bobo Wall and Callaway. Dixon. Yeah, Saints to King, Jaquan Collins Jr., bro. Oh, wait. Um, let's see. <laughs> Calvin Jackson's been in um, player gym since he was 11. Yeah, he has. Austin Verity vibes. 
Any thoughts on uh, Mr. Dax Vegas in the draft this year? There's a reason I don't have a name in this draft. That'll be okay. <laughs> Who is the most underrated player in the draft? Asked by none other than Mr. Baptist um, Neely Bros. Uh, oh, Caleb Neely. 50 Oregon. Um, either, I mean, I'll give you an offensive underrated and a defensive underrated. Or, I guess all of mine are underrated on the offense. Okay. The two tight ends, Blade Barnett and Dirty Bird, and then Diego Khalil. All low-risk, high-reward players, in my opinion. Hey, watch out for Bull Gator. <laughs> or Cash Money. Both could be big-time late-round picks out of Florida. Okay, Tanner Panda home. Hey, also, I, got, I actually do have one. He's ranked number two on the big board, or 52 on the big board. Greg Harrison Jr., the defensive tackle from Wake Forest, bro. Montreal Bosa is coming for you guys. You better watch out. I wouldn't be surprised if he's he's got boom potential. And Vincent Metcalf. Hold on. Let me find a real one. No. Can Isaiah Hines lead Atlanta on, no. on a playoff run? I hope not. You don't think no. so? They have no Absolutely chance Absolutely not. With the sixth pick. I, I, you don't think they have any I, chance? Honestly, I, I don't know. I would say I'd take the Buccaneers over Hold them. On. I just don't see them making the playoffs, though. They'll, they'll be close. They'll be on the cusp, but they won't make it. Here's my sleeper. Okay, so you'll... Here's my sleeper, Javari Armstrong. Yeah, he's I don't think he's a sleeper. Yeah, he's he's going to go top 15. And Jamari Pickett. Okay, how how far down the board are we calling sleeper? I know. He's he's like 24 Diego on my Khalil, board. definitely a sleeper. But he's going to go top 15, apparently, is what I'm hearing. But uh, That's, That might be a reach. Yeah, I agree. This draft, is everything's um, a reach. Then everyone... <laughs> I think that's okay, though. Okay, what do you guys think the Bengals, the Bengals should do at number, should do four? At number four? Well, like I think the they just traded available. away their best player, so... Trayvon Washington. Who? I believe they so. They traded him? Oh. To the Los Angeles oh, Chargers, bro. John Raines out here pleasing kids. Ooh. John Raines literally, he just preys on the stupidest kids and builds a sick <laughs> team out of nowhere. Oh, man. Oh. Don't hit oh, right. oh, oh. Rest in peace, NC State. What happened now? Here, they got a first down. On third down, they got third and eight. First down. Chill. ACC football, man. What can I say? Um, Go Tigers. I don't know. It's going to be a tough, tough draft. It's going to be a weird draft. I think people trade a little too much sometimes. You know, you don't hear many people saying they're high on, like, anyone outside of the top six. Maybe. What do you mean? Like, there's. Okay. I think there's some sleeper guys. I could account. The amount of players that I truly believe will be good in the NFL on two hands. I don't know. I'd say anyone within the top four, I think, except for Philip Lakes. I think everyone. I, think yeah, I don't have confidence in it. I think looking over Miles Wood a little bit. I think Miles Wood. I, I think, think Miles Wood's good. He's one of the guys. I don't think other. I think Drew Caplot's going to be good. Yeah. I think Jameer Watching Jr. is going to be a stud for Grand Boobs. Xavier Hines is going to be. Stronger. Why did Miami just call a timeout? I think the best team. Or the best player out of this draft class will be Errol Williams. I don't. I can see that too. Ooh, I'm confident. Mars Garrett. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking Mars Garrett. Or Isaac Lopez. I don't know. I don't. Know. I've never seen him in the NFL. I don't know about his activity. I don't know, dude. There's a ton of. There's a. I like. I like. The, I like. The I like top, the top five. I like the top five draft. I like it. I like. You like the I top do, five, but I would take any other top five since I've been in running it. I don't know about that now. Come on. 
I take the I take the okay. What about the twenty? I'll take the Apollo forty two. Tyler Collins. I wasn't running Max Smith, Zaire Lynch, Randy Poehler. Who was number five in that draft? I I wasn't running it. And at the time that at the time that group was better. Yeah, Javon Cortez, Jaden Lamar, KJ Hawk, Lance Sosik, Joey Bowden. That was a good one. I mean, that's, I'm just reading off of those deck bus. Demo, Jaleel Sutton, Cardia Mayfield, Keontae Perkins, Stoops. The top two are really good. Everyone else kind of. There's two people in there that are not good. Oh, Jalen Hill, Jalen Smith, Jabari Hester, Deion. They're Rose, all good. White. They're all good. And that that draft is that, that that was a good the one. That was, that was a stack class though. That, yeah, was that draft class, is though. amazing, bro. Just look at who got picked at number I mean, eleven. Look, look, Juice Miller. Look, look who went number twenty-one. How does a guy like Julian Green slip that far? <laughs> How does a guy like Elijah Washington Jr. slip twenty-six to the Eagles, bro? Yeah, that man was starting playoff quarterback, man. Meanwhile, Alejandro Wagner. Hey, bro. Let's not. Yeah, let's, I don't know, bro. Ezra Murray, number sixty-two to the Dolphins. Sleeper pick. Oh, Tanner Shapiro, number 58. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Hey, All right, what's no, the next question, like, bro? Russ Armstrong was number 63 in that class. Well, he wasn't active that year, but um, what teams are you looking forward to seeing the most in BAP NFL next season? Um, Anybody? The Panthers. Anybody? I, um, I think the Titans. Titans and Panthers are the best teams. But the t- team I'm most excited to see how they play, I want to see the Washington offense. All right, so I – and I want, Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, Leo. No, you, you can keep going. All right, so I'm excited. I, this kind of – I don't know. I guess it's kind of biased. But I'm excited to see Jabril King play with an actual wide receiver. This is the first time since he's been with the Panthers that he's had an actual wide receiver that's consistently active. I Poor I think coach. I think it's gonna be Jabril King's MVP year. San Francisco man, San Francisco man, I'm excited to see it. I hate to be it, but I hate to be that guy. But I'm excited. Yeah, to see I'm this. excited. I'm excited to watch what the dynamic of this Buffalo offense is. Yeah, for real, Shamar Stevens, Matt Panda read option. I'm really excited for that. I'm not even kidding. That could be really good. Or he could trade back and pick up. Some They're guys. not picking Shamar. They're picking Eli Jones. <laughs> I'm excited for next draft class. I'm, I'm ready for the 2048-2049 drafts. They're going to be stacked. The 2044 <laughs> draft class is stacked as fuck. As a Tennessee Titans owner, this, this offseason has been a little little boring, honestly. It's been a little boring. Uh, yeah, I felt the same way. The free agents weren't that exciting. There really wasn't much to get or even really go after. So yeah, just I, mean, I don't look, know. I don't think there's a team in the league that can... Talent-wise, stand up to the Titans. Whoa. I'm missing I'm a front-seven player or two, so I need to. I'm You're missing linebackers. You're miss, You need a second or third. Kelly's player. good enough, but I'm miss. I need. Hey man, yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know about that. Thirty. Uh, I don't know. All right, who's secondary be taking? I, I, I wanted to debate this earlier. Okay, I do think Travis White and Jane Lamar have more potential than you're not going to. I be really have the best shape you're doing in the league. That's, that's not. Okay, but both of my guys are going to be as no. good as those people soon. We're STA made, bro. Yes, We're built different. The STA so, I will never. Okay, but look at this. You don't have a running back. You have one wide receiver and you don't have a tight end. You have two players on offense. You can't I don't have a running back, bro. 
Oh my God, you have Tez Finnerty, bro. posted earlier today, bro. What does that even mean, bro? And Blaze Dennis, bro, he posted yesterday. Okay, we're not we're not here to argue. Come on, bro. This dude, bro. Bias NFL owners. This is my high friends NFL now. Oh no. Oh no. Hey, your boy Uncle Tom. Pretty sure that's like racist. I don't think it is, is it? I have no idea. I don't think it is. I don't think it really is. Like, I think it's... I don't know. I like the... I, don't I, think it is. I like this Panther. I like this Falcons team, to be honest. Oh, I like it when they get blown out by 40 by the Panthers. If they get a running oh back... Well, I mean, look, they've got way more offensive weapons than you, so... How can Parker put together three wide receivers if you can't? Yeah. All right, <laughs> one of the receivers is half of a person, so not really. But who's Mahoney, bro? He's their fourth wide receiver. Okay, okay. Now they got okay, Kirksey okay. Johnson and they got Jackson Joswell. <laughs> and they got oh, Dallas yeah. Collins. All right, do we have any final thoughts? Do we have any final thoughts that we need to be talked about? The 2044 class was so stacked that Darrell Pitts went undrafted. Okay, that's all I got. Any final regards? Nah. Can I make a Super Bowl prediction? Sure. Titans beat some random NFC team that doesn't deserve to be there. Like, like, the, like Packers? the Packers or the football team or <laughs> any, the Giants. anyone but the Panthers. The NFC is stacked, dog. It's about damn time. No. The AFC is pretty weak, man. It's like us and the Chargers and like the Jags. Yes. The Jags are actually pretty good. Then you got like the Patriots and there's so many good teams without a running. Who's in the AFC North that's like any good? Steelers. The Steelers. Ravens. So many. The, and then a really bad Browns the team. Steelers are no the Browns. Are, they can't. Be yeah, that they're bad. pretty bad. They're the Browns are really, really. Oh my bad. god! How do you fuck up a team with the two best players in the league? Like legitimately. <laughs> are you looking at their roster right now? Yeah, it's, it's so bad. And Jared Butler. <laughs> god. Oh, I love the AFC, man. I got Houston in my division. I got other Andrews, bad bro. Teams. Free him. The Colts. Oh, the Colts, right. They're terrible. The Steelers, low-key, aren't... Steelers are not that good. They're not good they're at like all. The Fal- no, they're, they're like the way Fal- worse than the Falcons. But they're though. in the AFC, so they make the playoffs. Yeah, they, they have two players on defense. They have, they have Demo three and if the, you include Equinemius. Oh, and, and they got uh, Workman. They got Jamal Smith, though, big time. NC State. Yeah, right. bro, Jamal Simmons is built different. He plays at Liberty now. Yeah, the account that you said, I swear. Yeah, I swear this looks like me, but it's not. not. <laughs> hey, bro, it's Jabari Hedges' <laughs> IRL friend. Alrighty. We've, this has been gone an hour and 15 minutes, so I think it's yeah, time to say Yeah, I have a paper due at 12. I have a quick to take. Good luck with that, but um, I will see you all later. Thank you all for joining me tonight on the BRJ Late Night Show. Woohoo. ESPN produced, ESPN made. Follow ESPN. Have a good one.